We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and I'm Luis, you and you're listening to the before. Content is Profit One, two, podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit, and today we are bringing them to you so you can take action immediately and start creating content momentum. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn that content into profit, just go to contentisprofit.com. There's a surprise there for you. Oh yeah, guys, and today, how to scale impact and income while saving 15 hours per week. Yes! What? What? Yes, please. Yes, that sounds yes, absolutely uh, amazing. Fonzie, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed we do, and today's sponsor is your own, what? The Biz Bros. We're so lucky. With Content Momentum, and you might be Thank asking you. yourself, Thank you. what is Content Momentum? Well, if you have, right, if you produce Long-form content. Blah, 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 blah. Come wow. on, Fancy, you my, got this. My to- I was eating M&M's right before coming in here, so my <laughs> tongue is like, you know, like cho- chocolatey and stuff. But if you produce long-form content just like this one that you're listening to or watching, right, and you want to turn into value-packed, bite-sized yeah. assets, so then you can send, like, little minions into social media so they can Let's get clients for you. Go. Just slide in the DMs at Beast Bros Co. on Instagram and Facebook. We want to help you out. Sweet. And with that, guys, please, please go ahead and smash that subscribe button so you know when these awesome episodes are dropping on your phone and you don't miss any of the awesomeness. And uh, like Fonzie said, follow us on social media at Co. That's right, guys. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, because who doesn't want to save 15 hours per week? Don't forget to share it. And, and leave a five-star review. Trivia time. What has been the second country with the most guests at Content is Profit. Well, we'll do like Dora and give you two seconds to answer. One, two. Oh. Uh, that was close. <laughs> but no, it's not Kazakhstan. Did Ka- I say it? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. It's not that. <laughs> it's actually Australia. And guess what? Today's guest woke up pretty early to be here with us. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know the drill. Get your pen and paper because she's bringing the heat. Today's guest helps entrepreneurs save at least 15 hours per week and scale by using her systems, processes, and executive assistant matchmaking and training. Let's be real here. What would you do if you could free up 15 hours of your time every single week? Would you spend them with your family? Would you spend them maybe, you know, in your hobbies? Absolutely. Well, I'm going to tell you what I would do. I would spend those 15 hours just listening to content is profit. Mega absolutely. Just saying. <laughs> Not only that, Fonsi, she has been featured on Fox News and Yahoo Finance as top 20 female entrepreneur in 2020. She has helped businesses scale past seven figures and in some cases, 10x the revenue in a four week period. But wait, there is more. She does all this while being a full-time mom and the most important and difficult job in the world. This is so exciting. And not only that, guys, she also has a super cool accent. Uh, this couldn't get any better. Please welcome systems and processes expert, incredible mother, and Australian queen, Miss Isla Brooks. Oh my goodness, what an introduction. Thank you so much, guys. I'm so excited. 
excited to be here. Welcome, Ayla. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And, and we said the name right. The first time, I remember the first time I had a call with you. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. First time I'm meeting, you know, this MVP. And I'm like, what's up, Isla? And I'm like, I, the full Hispanic just like <laughs> went right ahead. And she's like, well, it's actually Ayla. But, you know, that's kind of cute, too. You were so nice. You were so nice. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody gets it wrong, so it's all good. I forgive you. Oh, man, you're just being too nice. Yeah, but we cannot be more excited to have you here because, you know, this topic is so important in entrepreneurship, right? And uh, But before we dive into that, why don't you share with us and the audience a little bit about who you are, you know, where do you come from, why this project that you're, like, tackling head-on and helping so many entrepreneurs? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share. Thank you so much. So my entrepreneurial journey started a few years back when I became a solo mama to my two gorgeous girls. And I thought to myself, okay, how am I going to use my professional skills and be able to have time with my girls? Because they they were my priority. They're They're only one and two at the time. So I wanted to make sure that whatever I was doing, I could still have that balance with my children as well. So That sort of led me to my entrepreneurship journey and I'd just been made redundant from my corporate job. And I know in the States, um, you guys use the term laid off or uh, something like that, I think, but our term is redundant. So it's when there's no position left for you. (laughs) And so um, at the time, because I was on maternity leave, I'd actually started an online business and um, I was basically marketing that just using Instagram. And it was going really well um, back in the days when the good old organic (laughs) content was running really (laughs) easily. Um, And so I was already um, building a business through Instagram and I was having other people and other women ask me, how are you you growing your business? Like, what are you doing? So I started coaching women in business and helping them with how to grow and um, start an online business. And so from there, I wanted to learn more about marketing. And um, so obviously I um, delved right into Russell's content and people like that. And I um, started traveling to the US and um, being a part of a lot of those masterminds and groups and surrounding myself with people who were um, doing similar things that I wanted to be doing and so that I could learn more about the marketing side of my business. And through doing that, I ended up consulting to many um, entrepreneurs in the States. And from there, that's where I had people asking me, Isla, how do I find somebody like you? How do I find someone like you in my business that can help me do all of the things you do for these other entrepreneurs? And I thought to myself, that's a very interesting question. Yeah. Um, So... Instead of trying to sort of go, okay, well, I can't be everything to everybody. How about I create a program that trains people to do all of these things that I'm doing for other entrepreneurs to help them save time and money and scale as well. So that's where I formed the Executive Virtual Assistant Academy and I've been training um, virtual assistants, executive virtual assistants to work with entrepreneurs and help them grow and scale using the skills and the knowledge that I have learned over the years. Wow, that's awesome. I love how it all started, right, with, you know, wanting to spend more time with your daughters, right? I mean, and I feel that's like the motivation behind many entrepreneurs, right? Spending more time with their family, gaining that that freedom, right? And we, we quoted this last episode that is 
the goal is not to get rich. The goal is independence, right? That freedom. And, Absolutely. And I love how that has been your, your driver since the beginning. The other thing that I love that I got immediately is you listen to the market. You mm -hmm. didn't, you know, just come out there and be like, I will sell this to <laughs> some people yeah. that I will find around. No, like people started asking you and you were listening to them. And then yeah. is when you went ahead and created your product, right? And I'm sure yeah. we're going to dive in in just a second. You know that I feel like my brother has something to say. So I'm going oh, yeah. to lay it I off mean, to him real I, quick. We love highlighting <laughs> like all these things because, you know, sometimes we tend to share our stories and you have it perfectly. And, you know, with content, that's a very powerful tool, like knowing mm. how to tell your story. But also like you coming from Australia and, and we talk about environment so many times, like in so many episodes and it's been yeah. so important for us too. You coming from Australia, you're like, hey, where are, you know, these amazing people that I can surround myself with, right? Mm -hmm. And then you flew all the yes. way to the United States to be with those people, like talk about commitment, right? My question to you is, do you always know about environment is it was this something that you learned before it was that like this gut feeling that you had like i need to go where like these people are do i need to learn from them i need to be like mm -hmm. in proximity with them so i can yeah. start executing was that something that came natural to you or like how did you come like through like how do you learn that concept yeah i think that's a really good question um i think for me my background's always been in learning and development so even in the corporate space i've always been in um, leadership development executive team development all of those sorts of things so i've always been a lifelong learner i've always been very curious as to um you know learning new new ideas and new uh, ways of doing things and i think with that comes the understanding that if you want to learn something new you really need to immerse yourself in that environment and I've always I've always had that belief of wanting to learn from the best so whenever I've been wanting to do something you'll progress in my career or my life I've always had that belief of wanting to learn from the best and the person that is getting the best results so that is a big thing for me and yes it was very very scary to um go all in and to say you know i had two little girls and yeah. um for a start leaving them for a short period of time was hard enough but the reason and it always comes back to them as the reason because i was doing it for them so by me investing in these things and by going and doing these things it was going to benefit us and our yeah. future which it has And um, I think that's the thing as well is to always think, come back to your why, come back to your values and, um, you know, create opportunities that are going to progress you forward faster. Because if I hadn't have done that, I would say that I would be two years behind where I am at now. Cool. So it definitely wow. um, progressed me forward um, very fast. Yes. Wow. That's, that's awesome to hear, right? Because I feel like a lot of mm. people, they especially... People starting up, right? Because let, we're going to have to, I feel, divide a little bit here because the people that you work with, right? They're already a little bit more advanced in need of someone in their business that can take over, right? The tasks that they're, mm -hmm. they're putting their time into. But for people, especially that are starting, that is such an important concept because we yeah. thought we had to keep, keep ourselves motivated, right? We had to, yeah. you know, I, I guess the expression is like bang on our chest and be like, yeah, we can do it. And it's so easy as finding the right people and be like, 
how can I get really, really close to them and learn as much as I can? And let me tell you, for us, that has been the podcast, right? The podcast has been huge for us because yeah. it allows us to have conversations with people just like you, right? Incredible people. Uh, people yeah. like like Marley Jacks, Steve Larson, Alex Charfin, right? And every single time we have a conversation, when we turn off the camera, we look at each other and we're like, wow, what just happened? Like <laughs> this, this, we just leveled up. This feels amazing. Yeah. So thank you so much for bringing yeah. that point to the table. And I'm curious, like, I'm sure along the way you must have had some challenges. Uh, you know, these moments where you felt maybe like, hey, this is not worth it. I'm about to quit, you know. What were those moments and what kept you going through those? Absolutely. Um, I had many of those moments as, as a solo mom trying to raise my children, trying to financially support them um, yeah. and do all of those things and make sure that I was spending time with them. I had to... I had to get up early. I had to do 4 a.m. meetings. I had to stay up late. Um, I had to push myself. And I don't I don't promote doing that long term. Like that's not something I think you should have to do long term. Hence why I've developed my program so that you can actually save time and get your life back. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of evolved in that way. But um, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I evolved throughout this whole period. Like I didn't know that I'd be where I am now. Um, in this particular niche doing what I'm doing. At the start, I was just coaching women in business and helping women in business. So I've had to evolve and I've had to show up and I've had to just um, say yes, even if I didn't know the answer. And I think that's really important too in entrepreneurship is mm. if you're given an opportunity and you don't really know the full um, outcome just yet or the full step-by-steps, It's really important to still put your hand up and say, yes, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll, um, yes, I can do it. Because if you're the type of person who's driven and you have skills and you can, um, you know, utilize those skills in many ways, you will find a way. Yeah. And I think at those times, it's very easy to give up because you think, oh my goodness, like this is, this is too much. I don't know. I don't know the plan. I don't have the steps, but a lot of the times when I've been transitioning or evolving or trying to figure things out, I've always just gone, okay, what's the next step? What's the next thing mm. that I need to do to get me where I need to be? So try not mm. to think about the whole thing at once because in saying that, look, I started my EVA Academy and I was training people to become executive virtual assistants, but then I had all these entrepreneurs coming to me saying, Isla, okay, so you're training these executive virtual assistants how can I um, recruit an executive virtual assistant? Can you help me with that? So then it evolved and now I'm in this place where I actually help entrepreneurs recruit and we find somebody that's the perfect match for them. But we also have these amazing people coming through and getting trained in that area. So it's like, I'm not only helping the entrepreneurs, but I'm helping professional people who want to get into this space and work with entrepreneurs. Um, I get to help both sides. And this evolved because I was doing, I was doing just recruitment on its own as well. And I was doing the academy. And now I've come to a place where it's all um, working together really well. But that yeah. wasn't what I thought it would be a year ago. Yeah. So it's always evolving. Wow. That, that's <laughs> such an important point there. Like we, 
obviously within our context, we talk about content evolution, right? Like people start publishing one piece and then that starts to evolve into like a longer piece or into a show. Like we, we have our own story from Facebook lives to this live show, then a bunch of assets. Right. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like yeah. that's a process, right? But then you grab that vertical and put it in your business you know, on the business vertical with the processes and operations and systems, that's going to evolve, right? And and I think a lot of people starting their own businesses or their own ventures feel like that's very fixed. And then mm -hmm. they commit to one thing. And it's like, oh, it has to be like perfect. Mike, well, the second you change perspective and that starts to like move and be like, okay, let me give myself permission to start adapting it will change into a wonderful thing. And you are the perfect example of that, you know, you started by listening to your audience. You continue by continue listening to your audience, right? They're like, Isla, how do, how do I actually do A? And then you're like, here it is, right? And then you're like, Isla, how do I actually do B? Well, here it is, right? And, and continue to listen yeah. to your audience. You are providing the solution that they want, which we talk a lot about here on the show, right? It's like that frictionless, we call it frictionless sale. By the end of the day, it's like the value is, is really what they want instead of what they need. But it's like want and need, yeah. which is more powerful, right? Mm -hmm. And now you're helping so, so many people. So thank you for bringing that out. I want to highlight that again yeah. because like it's the second time that comes up. It's like listening to your audience, guys. Please, if you're yeah. listening and watching, let this be a, the lesson of the first 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> not only in your business, like in your content, it's like what, it, what is the audience telling you? What is your clientele telling yeah. you? Like what is the solutions, right? Sometimes we want to push what we really want to push out there, but then we don't listen mm -hmm. and then, you know, we wonder why it's not working out. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, a while ago, I was editing this <laughs> podcast episode with Phil Jones. He's a salesman from from the UK and super wise guy. Honestly, I was like, wow, that was super impressive. First time I heard it. And he said something that really stuck out to me. He's like, the moment I gained clarity was the moment I realized nobody knew what they were doing. And I was like, oh, that is that is yes, amazing. That's he's, so true. he's like, they go one that's step so at a time, right? And that's exactly what you yes. just described. And I think that's what happens is we all look at these people on social media. We look at entrepreneurs on a social media and we think, oh, they've got it all figured out. Like, how come they've got it all figured out? How come they've got everything running perfectly? Well, nobody has it figured out. It's it's 100% true. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in a year's time, but exactly right. You just keep evolving. You keep adding to what you're doing. And you might, you might think, oh, I could be doing all of these different things. I think that's another mistake we made is, make is we think, but I could be helping someone with this and this and this and sure. this. But it's, it's not about what you, you know, what your, okay, I've got all of these things I can offer you. It's about what your audience wants and just running with that one thing and, and just evolving that one thing and not trying to be everything to everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you just said the, the three words, some of the three words that are my favorite this year. The one thing. Oh, oh. The one thing right there. Because we, we used to be, we used to call ourselves the anti-marketing agency. <laughs> we would go to places and they would be like, yeah, we're doing this. And then we're like, oh, yeah, we can do everything else. Whatever you want, we'll do it, right? We'll try to figure it, it out. Was, it yeah. was an amazing pitch. I mean, the second we like, yeah. what do you guys do? Well, we're actually anti-marketing agency. Like, oh, man, I've been having all these issues <laughs> with my marketing agency. 
How can you guys oh, help me out? And that was yeah. great. But at the end of the day, like when it was time to execute, it was like, okay, you yeah. know, there's like 40 different processes. Yeah. What do we actually do? Right. And, and then it became a, a problem. Yeah. And it wasn't <laughs> actually until January, yeah. right, that we went to Funnel Hacking Live and we started to talk to people and, you know, listen to the market that we discovered that it's like, okay, what is that one thing that we need to do? <laughs> Focus on it and start mm. doing it. Right. So, if I'm not mistaken, your one thing right now is helping people scale, right? Their their income mm -hmm. and save 15 mm -hmm. hours a week at least by at least by training mm -hmm. and pretty much matchmaking their Ooh. executive assistants, right? That's correct. Exactly. It, it, that's exactly right. So um, it's through my methodologies, my training, my specific processes and systems that my executive virtual assistants um, that come into my academy learn. And so they're already getting trained and certified in my academy. And so I have entrepreneurs come to me and say, hey, Isla, I need an executive virtual assistant. Yes, we, we might be able to match make somebody that's come through our academy. We actually have an online directory now where it's literally somewhere that entrepreneurs can come and um, find a trained executive virtual assistant. Or if an entrepreneur comes to me and says, hey, Isla, I already have an executive assistant or executive virtual assistant, but I just... I would love them to be training your methods. That's great as well. So we can do that too. Um, we can do either way or if, you know, there's not a fit with somebody that's coming through my academy because a lot of the times people come through my academy and they get snapped up so fast that we need to be getting more people more, in. So yeah. if an entrepreneur comes to me and they're like, Isla, do you have someone and we don't, we will source somebody for you. So you can pretty much come to us and we will help you find that one person that is going to help you save at least 15 hours a week. And the way mm. we do it is, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, you should be focusing on the visionary of your business. You should be driving your business forward and you should be focusing on content and the things you guys talk about. So you should be the person, the face of your brand, and you should be creating videos. You should be doing all of the marketing, those sorts of things, the sales. You shouldn't be bogged down in the tactical day-to-day -day running of your business. And that's where come to us, you find your right-hand person that can run the operational side of your business so you can focus on the other things. Wow, that Ooh. that's amazing, you know. And I, I know that before we jump in, <laughs> in, in, in this call, I told you I was reading a book that I think it was perfect for today's Ooh, yeah. conversation, right? And I, I didn't tell you which one it was, because yeah. so it would have come as a surprise. Surprise, right? surprise. So the book is Good F to Great. Uh, I was going to say Fifty Shades of Great, but <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> It's not that book. I also said before the conversation, I was going to throw a dad joke out there and don't judge me. So the, the book is Good to Great by Jim Collins. I don't yeah, know by really any good. chance, have you read that book? I have. I love that book. It's so, a great book. So Are you enjoying it? I uh, Yes, so much. Like you have no idea, right? And I think it's speaking in a in a very special way to me because I, wh while I'm reading, I'm like, wow, I find herself in, in this situation right now. And I yeah. think that's why this conversation with you right now, we're so excited for because we find ourselves mm -hmm. in a situation where we're like, okay, how do we, you know, fully, not fully embrace, I think we're already embraced it, but like, how do we fully transition into that visionary, right, position in our company and, and we can have someone, right, take yeah. over the, the operation side and, and help us there, right? Like you said, get our time back. And it's literally this morning, I was reading the, 
the chapter that talks about the who, not the what, right? It's important to get the right person on the bus. Not, not just someone that is going to, you know, follow you on your strategy, but also someone that is willing to, you know, put their two cents, challenge some ideas as well. You know, I, it, it was very interesting to me because you always hear like, hey, it, it is all part of the management. Like if if a company is successful, it's because of just the leadership and all that stuff. And it's like, no, it's it's the whole team. So how important is to get the right person on the bus, right? And what do you see are some of their, their qualities that they bring into this business? Absolutely. So I think it's really important to start with um, to really define exactly what their role is going to be. And the way you can do that is by looking at what you are currently doing as a leader in the business and really even going through your calendar or writing down what you're doing every day for a week and and looking at, okay, what are the visionary tasks I'm doing? What are the strategic tasks I'm doing? And what are the tactical tasks I'm doing? Because if you're doing many tactical tasks that can be turned into processes, and even if the processes are in your head at the moment, they're not written down yet, that's okay. Because the idea is to go through your week, map out exactly what you're doing, and then highlight those tactical areas those tactical tasks that you're doing and all of those things can be moved to an executive virtual assistant or executive assistant. So mm. um, it's really important, first of all, to identify what those things you're doing because you might not even realize. And a lot of the times as leaders, especially if we've, you know, create our business from scratch ourselves, so we might be solopreneurs, it's very hard sometimes to yeah. want to let go of some of those tactical items. But as soon as you start doing it, you won't look back. So um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's the first thing you need to do. And then from there, once you know what the role is going to look like and what that person can help support you with, and and I talk about your executive virtual assistant being your right-hand person. Like this is the person that can grow to be the COO in your company. Wow. Um, this is the person that as a solopreneur, this is your first hire because they're going to run all the operations and you can be doing the other stuff. So even if you have no one else on your team and you're just using contractors, if you've got that right-hand person that can help you run the day-to-day, that's what you need to start. And I think the other important component is looking at personality types. So really looking at how you work, your personality type. Are you a structured person? Are you not a structured person? And finding somebody that's a good fit for you. And generally, a lot of the people that come into the executive assistant role are people that are very organized, very structured, very conscientious, very detail oriented. And um, generally, as entrepreneurs, we're, you know, we're visionaries, we're big picture thinkers, (laughs) we're We've got the ideas, right? So we need someone that can take our ideas. <laughs> we're, we're all like that. We need someone that can take our ideas and run yeah. with it. And trust me, I'm like that too. And that's why I'm so particular with my program because I need somebody to support me in that way. And I don't want to miss anything because once I know someone can support me in that way, then I don't need to worry. Once I trust that person, I don't need to worry. So it's a, it's a couple of things. It's identifying what those tasks are, but then it's also finding someone that's a good match for your yeah. personality because exactly, you need someone who you can bounce ideas off that you can feel comfortable enough to have those conversations. And you want somebody that's going to also challenge you slightly as well. You don't want somebody who's just sort of, um, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, like, you know, talking, you know, have that relationship. Mm -hmm. You want somebody who's like, hey, 
you know, I've been thinking about this project and what about this? Why don't we try this? That someone that feels comfortable enough to have those conversations yeah. with you as well. And yeah. that's something we actually teach also. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that is so key. Sorry for interrupting you there real no, quick. No, never. Uh, you, no, you're never sorry, Fonzie. <laughs> first of all, I'm like, that is the person that I need because... I mean, like my brother was pointing, I'm like in a different yeah. world a, a lot of times. <laughs> um, but uh, that is just so amazing and it's so simple too. I, I think, the way uh, you put I it. think I'm his operation guy. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> as, as I'm listening to this conversation, I think I'm the operation guy of Fonzie. Yeah. I think that's what happened. That's it, what's happening. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, yep. But you know, it, it's so simple that what you said about write down what you're doing every single day for like a week, right? Yeah. And yeah. yet it's so simple, but we don't do it, right? I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, no. I've, I haven't done it. I haven't sit down like, okay, I spend an hour doing this and another hour doing that, right? I think he has done it. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, like, that's exactly what I'm going to start doing tomorrow. I'm just going to write down Yay! everything I, I've, been, I've yeah. been doing and I'm doing. You're going to find out that you don't do much. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I'm like, I just spent three hours dreaming, dreaming. dreaming. Um, no, but it, it's, but I mean, okay. you're allowed to have dreaming time. That's fine. Yeah. He actually has a, yeah, he has a hammock and he goes dream outside and that's fine. You know, that's yes. totally okay. No, yeah. but, but like what Fonzie is saying, yes, it's so important. You know, sometimes we overlook it and mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. I like since the second like, I spoke with you, I was like, man, like we always have these processes in our head, right? And they run. And, you know, I was like, one example is like, we have a process for the podcast. It has probably like 50 steps, right? That before... Mm -hmm you know, we were doing all automatic because it was like by repetition. We're episode 97 today, which is awesome, right? Yeah. And and we've done it like three times a week, you know, and it happens, right? So I was like, okay, Fonzie, here's like one iteration of this process. Now you do it because you've never done it, right? He's like, <laughs> let me actually like yeah. take it off your hands. Let me read, like, let me go through it. Let me add different things that I feel from my perspective. And now that process is ready to go and we're ready to give it to somebody else. And we're like, yeah. man, all we got to do now for the show is like record it, have fun, have blast. And then they can do like th those tasks. And then from that moment on, it was like, okay, each little like vertical of like, not only the service itself or like what we do with our team is like, step by step right and then you know what mm -hmm. you mentioned is like the tactical you know it, yeah. it, it turns into a process right and then that can be delegated so it's been super eye-opening and i wish we knew this like four years ago oh, um yes. or you know find out about this stuff like you would say like you know it because there's like the businesses obviously they ha they run through processes right but somehow mm -hmm. then when we decide to do our own thing it's like <laughs> you know it yeah. goes over our head and we're like no I can do everything I ha, can ha, do ha. everything yeah. so so with that comes my next question now it's like when is the breaking point like when do you see people coming to you for example to look for the solution are people being proactive or are they waiting for like a breaking point to where like man i'm so desperate like i don't know i don't know where i stand i'm dry, i'm going crazy i need help now yeah. where's that breaking point and then what what would be your recommendation like for for most of us <laughs> yeah absolutely yes most of the time people come to me when they're drowning so a lot of the time it's just like I I cannot keep doing all these things anymore um you know and 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 trust me I have people come to me that are solopreneurs and some people that come to me that have teams and they're trying to scale but things are broken in the back end so it's like 
you know, there's just documents everywhere and processes everywhere or processes still in your mind. And please, um, I always say to any business owner, you should just overwhelm. Okay, everybody comes to me like this. So please don't think that you're different or be embarrassed yes. or anything like that. Because, yeah, a lot of the times I'll try to think, oh, it's just me and I'm too embarrassed. I actually don't want them to see all my, <laughs> my Google Drive or my documents because it's such a mess. And I'm like, no, because you need to think of that as a positive because people that come through my academy, that's their jam. Yeah. That's what they love to do. They want it to be like that so they can come <laughs> in and implement a structure. They thrive on it. So they love it. if you're sitting there thinking at the moment, oh, gosh, like I've got no processes written down, I just yeah. do it because it's all in my head. Like I've been doing it myself. Um, please don't stress because that's how everybody starts. And, um, you know, that's, that's what we do is, is we come in and I also have an actual entrepreneur leadership system that when you come and recruit an Eva, um, through my academy is you get that system as well. So you get all of the systems, um, to build out that basic foundation for your business so that it doesn't break and that you can have that solid foundation to scale. That's so, that's so awesome. And, you know, reflecting here, like on the we do that on the content side. It's funny. We jump on these calls and they don't have structure. They don't have like things like within within their content, right? And we're like, and they're like, somebody's like, oh my God, like I haven't been recording the video this way, right? And we're like, it's okay. Like that's why you came to us. And then we mm. see that, like we do that with the service, but then internally inside of our company, right? It's been challenging. Mm -hmm. I feel like lately this year has been massive progress. Yeah. And again, it, it, it's, it's because of that change of environment for us. Like Fonsi says, the show, we cannot go to events because of, you know, what's happening in the world. Wow, we have amazing technology mm -hmm. that we can change our environment if we want to have control of that mm -hmm. and then decide to move forward so that the last year progress has been great. But at the same time, it's like, okay, we got to turn around, look back and do that. And I'm, and I'm sure like every mm -hmm. company out there, every entrepreneur out there has a process that they help somebody else, right? Either with a product yes, or absolutely. with a service right and we create that structure for somebody else but then we we neglect mm -hmm. our own baby like our own company and then we don't look yeah. back and be like man i need to take care of this so uh it's awesome that you're bringing that perspective and i hope everybody listening please 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 pay attention to it because th this conversation right here is saving you not only years but it's also saving you 15 hours a week uh please go uh, <laughs> reach out to Ayla. yeah no for sure <laughs> it, it it has been very enlightening let me tell you <laughs> and it, like yeah. it, it, it honestly took me back to when we first started editing all the videos for the clients ourselves right like i was just in the computer just like doing all the editing and i was tired but we had no other choice i mean how many videos we would yeah. do this is a little bit uh, maybe perspective right for everybody listening how many videos will you will you were editing back then a, a week a week maybe two two no, I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, like, full, uh, full, full, oh, full macros. Okay, no, no. We were macros doing like, like a long form yeah, video, yeah. like an hour video. So, uh -huh. so we were like five. Like five. Yeah, like five, six. Well, just so you know, just a little perspective right now. We do about, we process about 60 of those every yeah. month and increasing. Like the goal is like a hundred. Wow. And it's because of that process of bringing people into the, yeah. those places so exactly. they can go through that, right? So from going to, yeah. you know, from- the, the, the relief, what? like what I'm thinking right now is like, wow, yeah. like that feeling of relief when we handed the process. That's the other thing that like, 
I was pretty confident that the process was pretty strong. So when we handed off, yeah. I wasn't like scared that something was going to break in there. You know, of course, Ooh. there's some sort of like manage management and we check, we have our quality control. But I was like, ah, I took a deep breath and I was like, wow, that feels amazing, right? He, he went lay out in the hammock yeah. for like three and, weeks. And actually, we're, we're now <laughs> helping the... <laughs> lay down the hammock for three weeks. Pretty accurate, too. But <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, if we're in Florida, you know, it's 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 pretty tempting to be outside <laughs> in a hammock. But yeah. now we are helping this. We're we're helping this charity, right? With that campaign that they're doing, mm -hmm. it's called Best Buddies, and mm -hmm. we. I, I told them that I was gonna help them edit some videos, right? And the last two days, I've been editing videos, <laughs> back at editing, and I'm like. Wow, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't miss this at all. Like, I don't miss like you it. said, right? Like once people have the taste of it, like they're yeah. like never again. So yeah, 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 exactly. No, it's so true. Once, once you do it once, and also, you don't have to have the processes fully mapped out before you um, outsource it. So an Eva can come in and literally get that process out of your mind and put it into a document. Um, so. Wow. Also keep that in mind is even if you've got everything in your in your head right now and you're thinking, oh, I don't even have time to write it all down to get to hire somebody to then do it, yeah. that's okay because the first step might be you get the person in and then they get everything out of your mind and they put it into an order. So that's also another way you can do it. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. I'm like, I can wait. I, I, I really can't wait. Till we reach out to you and we're like, we need like, like 10, 10 of those people. Because, well, yeah. let's start with one. <laughs> yeah, we can start, with, start one, with one for sure. Because then, yeah, it's okay. That 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 person needs to get ready to deal with Fonzie. <laughs> I've, I've been dealing with Fonzie okay. for the, for the I, I, I promise I'll get the last 25 years of our life. <laughs> no, the, Isla, I, 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 I yeah, <laughs> please start looking, Isla, you know, secret, you <laughs> and me. Um, I, I, we're honestly deeply grateful for this conversation because, you know, I, I feel like it's so useful to just at least to listen for a lot of people that are starting up to, you know, hey, this is the change in perspective that I have to have today to be able to scale mm -hmm. to a certain point, right? Because there's a limit to how much we can do. And like you said, like through your yeah. story, right? You wanted the time to spend with your kids. You know, I have a year and a half baby. I'm in like this morning, I was able to spend time to with him. And I, and I remember just thinking this morning, man, like we, we have this amazing interview tonight. And, you know, I'm just going to go into the, the office like at, at 1 p.m. Because we're going to spend, you know, the yeah. afternoon later. And, I, I, and I'm comfortable doing that because we have people operating on the on the service side of things where before, like legit, like seven months ago, it was just us. Right. And it's like that peace of mm -hmm. mind. So for a lot of people, you just imagine, imagine that scenario. Right. Go there. Go to the scenario that you want. And that's hopefully going to motivate you to make the right steps and be like, OK, now, you know, the solution is there. How can I get it? How can I now afford it? How can, you know, yeah. what are the things that I need to do to go actually that, and go execute? That being said, I want to remind people that is one step at a time. What we talked before, <laughs> right? Nobody knows yeah. what they're doing. So just, yeah, just focus on that one step that you have in front of you mm -hmm. and evolve as you as you go. I, uh, so what would be like, like a very simple action point? And, you know, we went through a couple in the conversation, but something mm -hmm. very simple that every entrepreneur can do today, you know, to move that needle forward with their processes, mm -hmm. with their business, with their thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think in regards to organization and structure, um, it's very important to have a structure in your week. So I think by even going through your calendar for that week and writing down everything you're doing, you can then look at how you are spending your time and what you are actually spending your time on and what you're spending most of your time on. Because you could even get started straight away of outsourcing one particular area of your week um, if you needed to. And there are executive assistants that that work part-time, um, you know, or are flexible as well. So it's not like you have to hire somebody full-time to start with, but you might find one part of what you're doing, like your calendar management or your admin tasks that you might want to get somebody else to do. If you can't afford to get somebody else to do it, that's okay. What I would then recommend is when you're looking through your week and your day, think about your most productive time of day. This is really important because I think what we generally do if we're solopreneurs or we're, you know, running a very lean team is we just we just run. We just run through our days. We just yeah. put out fires everywhere and we're just trying to just get everything done that we need to get done. And um, that's not always the most productive way to do things because then what, what we tend to do is in our most productive time of day when we should be doing something that's, um, you know, going to really use all our brain power, we might just be answering emails and things like that. So I would take it a step back and think about your day and as you're going through your day, when is your most um, energy, like when is your energy levels the highest? And identify that because if it's in the morning for two hours, you should be blocking that time off, turning all your devices off and just focusing on that task at hand because that is your most productive time of day. So you need to really use that energy um, for that time of day. Or if it's in the afternoon, block out that time. And that is your time. That's your sacred time. And that could be the visionary time when you're sitting and you're thinking or you might maybe you might want to go for a walk because that's how you get your ideas because yeah. otherwise we generally do get bogged down in just the tactical and just putting out fires all day so i think um the first thing is really getting your product most productive time of day um just in place and blocking that out in your calendar and using it in the correct way i think that would be a really great place to start in moving the needle forward and then the second thing would be yes if you have processes that you do on a regular basis and it might be a really massive process that you do with your clients or your customers um, start mapping it out yeah start mapping it out so that you can hand that over to somebody else and and start getting that written down and start getting it defined and um, exactly what you guys did which is great which is having somebody else then do the process for you so you can see are there any gaps is there anything that needs to be tweaked so that at least you're starting to build that out because the thing is and this is what we think we think we're invincible as entrepreneurs we think we're just going you know we don't get sick we just keep going but yeah. what if you are sick for a week like how much is that going to put your business back if you yeah. had that process mapped out saved in a google drive saved in asana saved in a trello board wherever it is you could then just get somebody in, outsource it for that week and have them run it for you. Because sometimes we don't think about, you know, what if we're not there or what if we what if we can't do it? And so yeah. having these things in place just really minimizes that risk. Yeah. Wow. I, I just want to do this real quick. Oh yeah, it's that one. There we go. Ooh. 
Kitching. Yes. Kitching. That, that was a, a money tip right there. That, that was, was a money tip. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Oh, I, I, think, that. I think that's how we're going to start calling it. Yeah. That's how we're going to start calling this section the money tip. The money tip. I like Ooh, it. Yeah. yeah. But, I like you just like, yeah, you just made history in content profit. You just created the money oh, tip section. Let's, let's go. go. Awesome. So I, I know like you, you were publishing for a little bit, you know, we talked a, a little bit about it. Um, what's, what's your take? Like where we asked this question, like, where would you be if you were publishing you, right now? I think you do it for your own people. Right. And you've transitioned mm -hmm. and here and there. What's your take on it? Yeah, so what well what I've done is obviously I do a lot of organic marketing. Instagram's my big place. I really like Instagram. Um, that's where I've always done a lot of my content. Um, and I guess my experience in regards to content is profit is training my EVAs to basically run that part of your business. So exactly what you guys are doing, it's like, well, time is profit as well. So then what if you could actually have somebody um, yeah. on your team manage that whole process? So I was um, consulting and managing teams of graphic designers, videographers, um, social media managers, and running that whole kind of content process for other people. And I think it's so important because if you have that process mapped out, you can have somebody like your right-hand person, your executive assistant, run that process, run the team that's delivering that process. And, um, you know, then your job is just to sit and talk in front of a camera and hand it off to somebody else to <laughs> do all of the magic you guys do. Thank you. That, that'd be pretty fun, I'm going to lie. That, yeah, that, that sounds fun. amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I am going to throw a shameless plug here because, you know, you did it for all the people too. And, you know, that that's exactly, you know, profit can mean so many things, right? And mm -hmm. um, for the people that we work, it's like they believe so much in content, right? They believe that their message yeah. needs to be out there. They believe that their product is actually solving amazing Uh, amazing mm -hmm. problems are out there, right? And they have to communicate it with their audience. And that's exactly what we do. We multiply their message, right? We go in and, and by saving a ton of time because, you know, we can go from literally as many assets as you want per week. It doesn't really matter. You know, we've had people that publish, you know, 55 times. We have people that publish 15 times a week. It doesn't matter. But we're multiplying your time and then you can actually focus on what you do best, right? That was so. like a shameless plug. <laughs> I am 100% agree. Um, you guys, or like you should be as the visionary, you should be just doing the visionary things. You should just be create like doing the videos or, um, you know, writing the blog or whatever it is and handing it off to either you guys or, you know, you know what I mean? Like somebody yeah. else mm -hmm. to do it. You shouldn't yeah. be doing that. The same as you shouldn't be doing all the admin stuff. So it's yeah. really, I mean, Our forces combined, you could literally just be working five hours a week, really. Ooh. Let's face it. Baby, where's wow. the money? Where's the money? Wow. Where's the money? Um, there. But that's like Fonzie Street. That's how he, that, that's how Bizro started his like laptop life here next to the pool. <laughs> And then, you know, uh, for three years, we worked like 80 hours a week each. I mean, um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> what, what, what brings me, you know, a lot of joy is honestly like this part right here, like sharing with people the the things that we're learning the things that we have discovered in our business right the new things that we're implementing with our clients sharing them like that is a part that i absolutely love so if i could you know trade my time for everything that i'm doing right now with doing this the same exact amount of time like i would do it 100 just because 
is so much fun. Yeah. I love yeah. Thank you. Like, yeah. wow, what a great way for us to spend the evening. I hope it's a great way for you to spend your morning. Uh, <laughs> please, you know, you're in the future now. How how was like yeah I always yeah how, how are the next twelve how, hours how the next twelve hours for us is it gonna be awesome? <laughs> oh, it's gonna be amazing. And you know what? That actually brings me to a very special point. Is I actually have an executive assistant in the states as well, so I get Ooh. work done while I sleep. Oh, so more money! I sleep. How's that? That's beautiful. That is really smart. That, yeah. And you can also give him a heads up. He's like, "Hey, this just happened in the world, you know." Keep. <laughs> yeah, I always do that so, time. Okay. That time travel. T- no, guys, that's so smart. That's so smart. That's so smart. You guys could get yourself an Aussie EA, and then you literally mm-hmm. will be in the future. You'll be getting stuff done in the future, and and we'll be dealing with awesome accents. That, I know that would be exactly. that would be so epic. Oh, man, oh, can't yeah. wait! Ida, you you came into our world for a reason. Uh, I'm yes. convinced. This is so <laughs> exciting. Uh, where can where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Where can people find out more about what you do yeah. if they're looking for that? You know, EA desperately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can go to my website, just islabrook.com. Um, Brook without an E. Um, or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Isla Brook. And if you're wanting to become an executive virtual assistant, we also have our executive virtual assistant online community for free. So you can come and join our free community there as well. So pretty much just search my name and you'll find all my things. <laughs> That's awesome. We're going to link, oh, man, leave so the good. links at the bottom of the of the description right here so everybody can go and check it out this is so much value first for that entrepreneur that needs that person but also that person that wants to change their environment and be in the mix with people that are doing great things so you have the solution for those two worlds and it's incredible uh that's amazing yeah this this reminds me i'm not very proud of saying this but (laughs) this reminds me of the hannah montana song the best of both worlds you know Uh, yeah, you should don't, not. Don't you should not me, be proud of don't this. Don't ask me how I know that. How, don't ask me. Yeah, we'll leave that. <laughs> we'll we'll leave that for episode one hundred, I guess. Uh, wow, uh, Ayla, don't leave yet. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And with that being said, yes, please don't forget to go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media. We'll see you in today's. Yeah, guys, <laughs> and if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, because Ayla was awesome. Don't forget to share it. And, and leave a five-star review. Thank you. See ya.